Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at GBS Global Wealth Management. It's six o'clock in the morning London time on Wednesday the 8th of February. Yesterday, US President Biden delivered the State of the Union Address to Congress, which is a piece of political theatre in a country dominated by political pantomime. For markets, the consequences of this were limited. Even in normal times, the separation of powers limits the president's ability to insist on economic policy matters. And with a polarised and divided Congress, inertia is the main outcome for economic policy. The language around increasing taxes and antitrust measures is likely to be ignored, for the most part. Biden did promise that a US federal government debt default would not happen. The president does have some options to prevent that from happening, but the practical solution lies with Congress through raising the debt ceiling, perhaps one of the most useless pieces of legislation ever adopted by a government. While not immediately market-moving, Biden's language around China, when coupled with a similar tone from China's President Xi, are relevant to markets in the longer term. There is a sense of economic nationalism on both sides, which is perhaps inevitable. Periods of structural change encourage just this sort of rhetoric. In the first Industrial Revolution, this was not allowed to get in the way of trade. In the fourth Industrial Revolution, it can not only create deglobalization through political interference in trade, it can make globalization effectively impractical. If standards, both social and technical, diverge sufficiently, it becomes increasingly implausible for a company to operate in two systems. Meanwhile, we also heard from US Federal Reserve Chair Powell yesterday. Powell seems obsessed with the idea that rates must rise to prevent people having jobs. What Powell has never coherently explained is how creating unemployment would reduce a profit-led inflation story. There is a mechanism in that higher unemployment reduces demand, which can eventually squeeze profit margins. However, that is not the only mechanism in which such a state of affairs can come about. Powell also seems to have a trusting faith that labour market data is accurate. It would be nice to know why the Fed chair believes that, It might be accurate, but it does seem rather unlikely, given that the majority of non-farm payrolls is calculated through guesswork. The data calendar head is very quiet. Uh, We do, however, hear from US New York Fed President Williams. Williams is a competent economist, and this might give some insight into the philosophy behind the Fed's approach to policy at the moment. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the global wealth management business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways 
companies and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.